My name is Jesse Mwai, and I want to take this opportunity to bring to you the Word of God in what I will believe will be something that will be very beneficial and of encouragement to you. And it is my prayer and trust that you are keeping safe and that God has been watching over you and your loved ones, even in this difficult time. I want to encourage you through what I have entitled, Hiding in Plain Sight. Hiding in Plain Sight. And I want to, for our consideration, to bring to us uh, just a little story that I'm sure you're very familiar with. And uh, I know this will be of great encouragement to you. So the Bible says in Mark chapter 5 from verse 24, A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. Now when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. Now at once, Jesus realized that power had gone out of him. He turned around in the, in the crowd and asked, who touched me? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered. And yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. As I've already said, this is a story that is all too familiar with us. A dramatic story. Now, maybe just to remind us, whenever you're reading uh, the miracles of Jesus Christ, especially as they're presented to us through the four Gospels, it's important for you to just pay attention to a few things. Uh, first of all, always pay attention to Jesus because those miracles would not have been possible if Jesus was not in that story. The second thing is the candidate who is, uh, who is due for that miracle or the victim or the one who is suffering and is in need of a miracle. In fact, we never get to know about the candidate or the story of the particular person who is suffering until Jesus showed up. We will never have known about this woman unless Jesus had come into her situation. Then finally, there's always a crowd. And the crowd can be a mixed multitude. You know, sometimes you have loved ones, maybe a father making intercession for his son, or sometimes it's uh, the disciples, or just a crowd generally, a faceless kind of a crowd, or sometimes it's the, it's the religious leaders of the day. And the crowd usually will have one reaction or the other. Now, the story that is before us is a dramatic one, but then the other thing that you also must understand whenever you're reading about or considering the disciples of Jesus, the, the miracles of Jesus Christ, is to always remember that these are not miracles that were recorded for people out there at a certain time who are in need, and then you remove yourself from those miracles. The truth is, in the story of this woman who had an issue of blood, is your story. It is my story. When you think of blind Bartimaeus, it is your story. It is my story. Because for this woman, although she, yes, she does, she herself was a real person, but I see myself in her story. It is me who is touching the hem of the garment of Jesus Christ. And what he did for her, he can actually do for me. So let's go into the story just for a few moments and just maybe get a few truths from this particular story that I'm sure will be of great benefit to you. Now notice, Jesus was actually out just in his itinerant ministry. He's not looking for this woman. He did not set out looking for her, at least from a human point of view. 
But then this woman, we are told her story. We are not even given a name. All we know is that she had been subjected to bleeding for 12 long years. And then we are told another story, uh, something else, that she had spent her livelihood. She had spent all her money looking for help from physicians, but none could help her. But instead, she only grew, grew up. So she was suffering on the one hand physically with this uh, physical uh, issue that she had. But then secondly, she had not only, she's not only bleeding physically, she has also bled financially. She has nothing left. So now she's destitute. She's actually poor. Now we do know from the law of Moses, from the Old Testament law, that in her condition, in her situation, it meant that she was actually unclean. And which meant that she would actually be ostracized. Nobody will have anything to do with her. Now, we normally refer to her as a woman with an issue of blood. It's interesting, those choice of words. She had an issue of blood. How many issues do you and I have? You see, we are not perfect. Yes, we love Jesus. We are born again. He has set us free. But we have issues. And the issues are many. And I suggest to you that every one of us, you're listening to me, you have an issue. And I'm not talking about a physical issue, although that could also be. But bigger than that, deeper than that, there are issues. And in the same way, like for this woman, she had an issue of blood. In other words, she was hemorrhaging. She was losing life. She was losing blood because the, 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 the life of, of, a, of a living being or a living thing is actually in the blood. So as she's hemorrhaging from time to time continuously, it's as though she's losing her life. It's like she's oozing out her life. She's losing herself. Issues do that to us. They rob us of our lives. See, Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. But how many of us most times are living that abundant life? If anything, there are so many issues that are pulling at us and that are robbing us of that life abundantly. So many of us who are living in dysfunction, dysfunctional homes, dysfunctional marriages, you're dysfunctional in your career. You know, you have habits that are draining you, little secrets that you're hiding from everybody. But you know that thing is, 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 uh, is draining the life out of you. Yes, you're born again. Nobody knows, but that thing that you keep doing at that late hour in the night, it is drawing something out of you. You are losing life. No wonder you are depressed sometimes. No wonder you're frustrated. No wonder you feel so stressed. No wonder there's no joy because you're losing life. Maybe for you, you turned to drugs or other habits or maybe morality and all manner of things. Uh, maybe you're subjecting yourself to all kinds of things, but they are killing you softly. You have an issue. You're like this woman. And maybe you have tried help. Maybe you have tried going to counselors. You have tried talking to people. You have tried, you have tried talking to that person, that person, even a pastor somewhere. Maybe you have even been laid hands on. But instead of getting better, you've only get, been getting worse. Maybe you get relief for one day or the other. But then after that, you find yourself right back to where you are. See, this woman, her condition meant that she tried as much as possible to be invisible. She was in hiding. And I know that there's some of you, yes, we can see you physically, but the truth is, you're actually in hiding. You are hiding in plain sight. We see you, but we don't see you. This woman was there. Notice, she said she would sneak, and she went and sneaked through the crowd, snaked her way almost incognito. 
Nobody was paying attention to. She did not ask anybody for help, hoping that even Jesus would not know that she was there. She comes and touches the hem of his garment because she told herself, no, she said to herself, if only I can get to him, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. And she went ahead. She did not intend to touch his head, nor even his hand, nor even his foot, just, the, just a small portion of his clothing. But because of her faith, because she believed, guess what? Immediately she received a miracle. The only person in all scripture who sneaked a miracle. Can you imagine? She actually snuck a miracle from Jesus himself. But listen, although she was in hiding, she couldn't hide from Jesus. Isn't it a blessing to know? I can hide from you. I can hide from my family, from my loved ones. I can hide from the church. I can hide from my pastor. Oh, and everybody may, may think everything is okay, but I can never hide from God. Because when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus perceived that virtue, power had left him. So he asked, who touched me? And of course, the, the crowd again begin telling him, actually the disciples, Jesus, like, there's so many people around here. People are thronging there. Everybody's around you. How can you ask who touched me? But Jesus knew what he was talking about. He said, no, no, no. I perceive virtue leave me. Somebody touched me. Would you dare be that one person who will come out of your hiding and by faith stretch out and cry to Jesus and touch him? And you ask, Pastor, how do I do that? You must, you know the Bible says that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. It begins there. Begin your walk back to him. Crying to him. Go back to the word of God. Go back to the place of prayer. Go back to the place of worship. Believe him that the things that you're struggling with, see the more you begin uh, drawing close to him, the more those things begin drawing away from you. Those issues that you have will only find their fulfillment in Christ. Those desires that you have, those desires that have led you to do all manner of things, that desire can only be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So this woman suddenly, she became the center of attention. Can you imagine for 12 years being ostracized, suddenly she's the center of attention, but this time for the right reason, because she had touched the hem of his garment. We don't even know her name, but we know her story. Listen, you may be hiding, but you're hiding in place. Because when Jesus touches you, you can no longer hide. You will be not exposed for the wrong reasons. He will bring you to your place, a place of dignity. Can you imagine this woman standing in front of those people, suddenly knowing that she had been healed, the issue had been sorted. Now she had her dignity. She could walk out of that place with her head up high. And people now could talk about her because she touched the hem because of her faith. They could now say something good about her. Initially she was hiding, but she was hiding in plain sight. I want to encourage somebody who is listening to me, wherever you are, whoever you are, and maybe this word has touched you in one way or the other. Maybe I have, have talked about you just as I was trying to expound the word of God. Stop hiding. Stop hiding in your misery. Stop hiding your dysfunction. Stop hiding those issues. There's a solution. Bring them to Jesus. Touch the hem of your garment. Stop looking for help all over the place. Stop trying to get people to validate you. Stop trying to get people to love you. Run back to Jesus. It may be a lonely walk, but he has a solution. 
May the Lord bless you. And I pray for every one of you. Agree with me wherever you are. I pray for you. Maybe you have an issue with drugs. Maybe you have an issue with immorality. Maybe you have an issue with pornography. Maybe you have an issue with anger. Maybe you have an issue with hatred. Maybe for you it is bitterness. Maybe for you it is a habit. Maybe for you it is a, some evil thing that you keep finding yourself struggling with. Right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for you that you will come out of hiding and that our Jesus, our Lord and Savior, will touch you by his power. And may you receive your miracle in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God bless you.